0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Our
1: understanding is a part of our soul, our mind, our mental makeup. And our emotional part of our being is our soulless part. But when I pray out of my spirit, my understanding, my soul is unfruitful. My understanding's unfruitful. My understanding don't know what to say.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth Hagan. E. Hagin. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message.
1: Open your Bibles again today to the 8th chapter of Romans And to the 20th chapter of the book of Proverbs. These particular verses will be our text. We'll look at them every day. Examine them in detail further along in the lessons. But these are our text for this series. For we are talking about how to be led by the Spirit. And these verses enlighten us concerning that matter. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, first of all. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The 16th verse said, the Spirit itself, or the margin says, himself, beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And then in Proverbs, the 20th chapter and the 27th verse, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly, One translation reads, the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. That means that God will enlighten us and will guide us through our spirits. Now, for us to understand how God leads us through our spirits... To understand guidance, we'll have to understand the makeup of man, as we pointed out to you yesterday. Man is actually a spirit being. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. Now, there's no worry in the Bible that the Bible says that God, his spirit bears witness with our bodies that we're the children of God. It's nowhere in the Bible that he said His Spirit bears witness with our souls that we're the children of God, but he said His Spirit bears witness with our spirits, with our spirits. Hallelujah! And so we talked some time at length about uh, this inner man, the inward man, the outward man. We talked about what is our spirit. We talked about uh, what it means, what's the difference between spirit and soul. We'll pick up with the verse that we left off with yesterday, and that's Hebrews 4.12. that said, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Now, we've not been able to divide them, soul and spirit, as we ought because we're more soul conscious than we are spirit conscious. Much of what we call spiritual development is only soulish development. Much of what we call spiritual worship is in the soul realm, not not in the spirit realm at all, but in the soul realm. And because folks don't know the difference, well then they, they're, they're just more soulless than they are spiritual, and that's the one reason that they don't uh, understand spiritual things as they are. This text here in Proverbs, and I especially like the expression used here, the spirit of man, not the soul of man, the spirit of man Is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly now we pointed out this that Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit said in John's gospel the seventh chapter the 37th through the 39th verse if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink he that believeth on me as the scripture is said out of his belly Now you notice the expression there in Proverbs said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. And so he said, Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. There's something we need to learn here that I'm sure very few have ever seen. You see, the Holy Spirit's dwelling in our spirits. Here's one great advantage of praying with other tongues. When you pray with other tongues, your spirit prays, not the Holy Spirit, your spirit. Remember 1 Corinthians 14, 14 that we looked at. I'm just hitting a few high spots of Then i want to hook on to it and go along. A few high spots that we've already been over. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding's unfruitful. The Amplified said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit, within me prayeth. Now it's my spirit doing the praying, it's the Holy Spirit in my spirit that gives my spirit the utterance. He said, "But my understanding is unfruitful. You see, our understanding is a part of our soul, our mind, our mental makeup, and our emotional part of our being is our soulish part. But when I pray out of my spirit, my understanding, my soul is unfruitful. My understanding's unfruitful. My understanding don't know what to say. Now, the spirit of man." is the candle of the Lord searching the inward parts of the belly. And he speaks about being filled with the Holy Ghost. And out of your innermost being or out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now sometimes when you even pray with tongues, and people get into bondage and into trouble along this line, get into the flesh and into the soul realm and out of the spirit realm again. They speak with tongues in the spirit, but many times they interpret out of the soul. It may surprise you, but that's absolutely the truth. Because they think everything they speak ought to be interpreted, so they try to pick up something with their mind and say it. No, everything that's spoken with tongues doesn't have to be interpreted or shouldn't even be interpreted. Are you listening to me? You always want that unction in your spirit to interpret. You don't want to just try something or just force something. If there isn't anything flowing out of your spirit, out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Are you listening to me? I've seen people say to people, you know, feel like God has a message of you and they speak in tongues tell them, said now interpret that. <laughs> well, now really that's ignorance gone to seed. Amen, are you listening to me? Don't try to force any interpretation. Let it come out of your spirit, not out of your soul, not out of your mind. Don't try to make up something. And if it just isn't there, why don't don't try to force anything. Now, sometimes, sometimes, even in praying, I, I find out that I interpret my prayers. But now, then again, in praying in other tongues, I find out no interpretation, interpretation has anything to do with it. My spirit searcheth, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching the inward parts of the belly. And the Holy Spirit is residing, if you'll pardon the expression, in my belly. You see, go back here to John, if you doubt that, go back to John's gospel, the 7th verse. 7th chapter, 37th verse, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believeth on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So you see, the Holy Spirit's dwelling, another translation said, not only out of his belly, but out of his innermost being. That's a better way to say it. The Holy Spirit is dwelling in my innermost being. And another way of saying Proverbs 20, 27 would be the spirit of man is the candle lord searching all the inward parts of the belly are of, of your innermost being. Well, I found that my spirit very often, I'm not talking about interpretation. Now, that's a different thing entirely. will know what I'm praying. My spirit will know that. And because, you see, the Holy Spirit's dwelling in my spirit, my spirit searcheth the inner parts, innermost part. And my spirit will know what the Holy Spirit is saying to my spirit. My spirit will pass it on to my mind. We'll get to that in a minute, how he does it. And uh, there's just a whole world out there in the spirit. Some people become fearful because, you see, uh, they operate in the soul realm, and in the soul realm, you can have demon activity as well as Holy Spirit activity, and many have never learned different. You're
0: listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Now, let's
2: join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Let's talk about what we have for an offer. We have uh, how to live worry-free, stepping out of bondage, distress, and fear. So many people... Live in in fear of this or that, or are, are, are under stress all the time, and they're always worrying, and yes. and so and that's what this is all about. God it's
1: doesn't a, want us to do it, that.
2: It's a series that I did. I don't know. It's been some time ago when I taught this series back in '98, I believe it was. There's three CDs in here, and then I've been back. Oh, I don't know, several years ago. People were going through stuff and storms. It seemed like everybody was involved in a storm in their life. Man, this all the way back in the early '80s, we had some uh, an economy deal, and, and I heard somebody say, "Where is God in my storm?" And that's the basis behind this book: that finding an anchor in life's rough waters. We all gonna face something. Yes. Everybody does. It's not a matter of when you face a storm. Or if you're going to. Or if you're going to face a storm in life. It's a matter of when. when. It's coming. That's what this book is all about. As we are on our voyage through life and we have the howling winds and the roaring waves and adversities come to us, we do not have to succumb to the storm. We can... Make it through the storm. That's right. Special offer. Yes, for um, the three CDs: How to Live Worry Free from yes. Stress and Bondage and Fear, and Where's God in My Storm? It's a regular thirty-two ninety-five. We're offering it for nineteen ninety-five. Nineteen ninety-five. That is That's a thirteen dollars savings. savings. That's a big savings. Go right now and get on your get on your computer and yes. go and order it right now.
0: Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, how you can be led by the Spirit of God. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.